Hey y'all, it's Queen J back with another episode. I don't even remember what episode we are on, but this episode is really, really special because we have a special guest with us. Ah, hey, um, I'm Makaya, Makaya Milan. Nice to meet you. Thanks All right. for having me. Oh, yes, of course. So this is my friend, Makaya Milan. Milan. Mm -hmm. That's a beautiful last name. It's my middle name. That's a beautiful middle name. I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you, as you guys know, before we get into this episode's topic and things like that, I do have a special guest here, as I mentioned. And what she's going to touch on, she's just going to talk about the importance of self-love within healing, especially within the black community. And I know y'all already know how I feel about self-love and how that is such a pivotal point of us even coming to terms with our healing in general, but I just felt like it needs to be reiterated from a very dope and talented individual. Thank you. <laughs> you are so welcome. And I also want to definitely just get back into our little mindfulness. Y'all know how we start these episodes, so hope y'all rock with me. Pause, breathe, relax. It is now time to open our mind to experience new things about healing within this community and within this lifetime. All right, y'all. I hope that brought y'all peace. I hope that put y'all at ease. I hope y'all are really ready to hear what we have to say. And let's get to it. Like I said, this topic is going to touch on self-love. So if there's anything that's triggering, like I said, y'all take care of yourself. Step away if you need to. We'll be here. That's really dope. I like that. Um, so instead of like an intro of like me babbling on about myself, I would like to share a poem. So I hope that's okay with you guys. Light, glow, higher understanding. Tears, loss, damaged feelings. One is the goal, one are the side effects, the glory and strife of healing. We all want to know ourselves. We all want to be the ultimate version, the one who comprehends emotions, the one who didn't submit to their subversion. If only healing came with a warning sticker. Nobody wants to be the person that's hated and yet everybody wants to be their skin to be thicker. Everybody needs to be the one who made it. But you can't have one without the other. With self-love comes self-hate. With self-care comes self-sacrifice. You can't accept your past without acknowledging every stupid mistake. Everyone wants to dive into their soul but wouldn't know what to do when they encounter their first demon. With every dawn, there is a darkness lurking, waiting to make you lose your light, forget your beacon. Somebody should have told me, warned me, that while I gain higher intelligence, I would lose connections I once deemed valuable. I would spend all of my time trying to maintain my benevolence. The more understanding I gain, the more misunderstood I would become, the more envied, the more judged, the more adversities to fucking overcome. The more you would crave alone time, and good thing too, because boy, will you be alone. They don't tell you that we don't all heal together. We don't all overturn the same stone. So while you're on your higher path, you have to watch the people you love lost in their woods. You have to find out you thought the people that loved you were actually only here for the goods, only here for the good times and the drama they don't do. Some people are solely in your life to be your darkness. 
to make your light shine brighter than bright, to show you that you can go farther than far, that you can go the farthest. So remember, each time you slip into your darkness, on the path to your healing, the point of the darkness is so that you don't see the light, but push through because in that light is where you find your glow and your higher understanding. Wow. Okay, y'all. Wow. That's that piece. That would... And that's that piece. That was, that was gorgeous. Oh, my <sighs> gosh. I can't even speak. Y'all know I don't get speechless, so <laughs> What? Thank you. First of so all, much. such talent. Like, that was raw. I'm listening to this, and I'm just like... <laughs> I wanted to snap so bad. I'm like, you're recording. I can't snap. I can't clap. I can't. So I'm just like, I let it out in the moment. I let it out in the moment. But that was amazing. That was incredible. But see, y'all, that is what I'm talking about when I refer to poetic journalism. That is a release within a rhythmic wording and phrasing and coupling. It doesn't have to always rhyme, but that is powerful in itself. And I definitely think you, that was a great ass introduction. Like, you you did that. <laughs> oh, you were telling me about the podcast and, like, what, like, you wanted to, like, talk about and stuff like mm -hmm. that. I was like, yo, like, that's, that's, that's that. It. That's, like, that's, that's exactly that. that. Yeah, yeah, like, that's that. Like, because nobody talks, like, everyone talks about, like, oh, like, yeah, self-love, we're going to drink water. Mm -hmm. like, Girl, yeah. let's talk about it. <laughs> but, like, nobody tells you that, like... You find out some shit about yourself that you like, yo. Let's talk about it. That's why I said this topic. I know, like I said, I've already touched on this topic for myself. But I want to ask you, when you wrote that, how did it feel when you were writing it? Did you ever feel, because I've written stuff like that too. And I've always felt heavy writing out those feelings. But then after, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I is you know what yeah. I mean? I feel lighter. Yeah. So I don't know if you feel like that. So I just wanted to know. It was like the inspiration behind that poem was like mm -hmm. everyone always talks about like people who interact with me. Like they always say like, "Oh my gosh, you have this glow. Like you have this glow. Like oh my gosh." And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Mm -hmm. And it's like it was crazy to me because like one day I was just sitting down, and like I was thinking about it like. I feel like it's like when you go through like your very first because a self-love journey is continuous you'll have multiple like for your entire life so like when you go through your first there's like a certain level of like assurance within yourself that mm -hmm. like you do walk taller like you do you do walk like with a certain like like you're almost being pulled up instead of pushed down Ooh, I love that and it's like when I was thinking back and like just reflecting, it's like, yo, like when I went through my healing like journey, mm -hmm. like it was, I tell everyone like the other side is beautiful, but like going through it was awful. Like mm. it was, there were like little nice sweet moments, but like for the most part, it was like, I lost friends. Mm -hmm. I had to, like I lost jobs. Like I mm -hmm. reevaluated like goals and desires. I found out like, something I thought that I was truly passionate about wasn't. I also found out like that I spent my entire life thinking I knew what my purpose was and I got smacked in the face with my purpose. Mm -hmm. And so like as someone like me who likes to pride themselves on like knowing themselves and being self-aware like yes. that was a whole thing and oh, then like, I get it. Trick, like finding out like 
you go through like to heal one thing and find out that you got triggers about things you didn't even freaking know that you had triggers about. Yes, let's talk about that because like, it's funny that you say that because the episode before this one, yeah, I was talking about exactly that. I was talking about coming back to innocence within yourself because the triggers only started happening because your childhood or your happy moment was interrupted, yeah. or at least for that's from my perspective, right? From my healing, it only occurred when I was in the middle of smiling in the middle of having a good time and then it was interrupted and the moment that it was interrupted I'm like okay then I need to fear that thing now I need to be I need to be on guard but then causes yourself to have triggers within yourself you unpacking those other emotions and then you're like well damn I I done figured out that emotion don't even got nothing to do with that one, but we still got to dig there. Anyway, we still got to process that one. We still got to like acknowledge you, that one. You yes, check one off the list and add three more. Like Exactly. Like, Let's talk about what? it. Like, exactly. I remember like, um, like, so especially when I was like going through like my weight loss journey, mm-hmm. like it was so crazy realizing like the, the weight that my body held that I didn't even know about. Because I I never really, like, value physical attraction mm-hmm. for myself. Yeah. And so, like, at one point, I started to. Mm. And, like, it start, I started to, like, pride myself on, like, the way I looked. Like, the way that my body was shaped. Like, the assets that I had. And so, mm-hmm. like, I decided, like, no, I need to, I need to, like, get away from that. So I, like, started trying to like focus on like insides like I started trying to work on my body for like actually like manifesting health rather than like physical things and through like trying to do that Mm -hmm. I realized that like I have an issue with acceptance like bitch where did that come from (laughs) we weren't even talking about that yeah I see yeah like I had like this need for validation mm-hmm. and like it, it, I found out that it stems from this childhood thing. I remember like every time I got a compliment or, or like I was told something or like, cause like I was always, you're so pretty, like you're mm-hmm. so pretty. And like every single time it like clockwork, well pretty is, it's pretty does. Mm. And wow. I used to value that phrase cause I thought really? that it taught me like to make my pretty like more than skin deep but I didn't realize that it was actually telling me that like I I need to earn my pretty go a little bit deeper about that what you mean like when if somebody walks up to you right Mm -hmm. and says I like your outfit Mm -hmm. your natural response would normally be like oh thank you yeah my response would be like oh this was on sale or or oh like i uh, diminished myself okay i see i see what you're saying because i used to do i was I wondering diminish myself okay. because i'm not deserving of that compliment got you okay because i used to do the same thing except for mine was more so like somebody would be like <laughs> so here's mine mine would be i kid you not after every time i went through something traumatic and I would like shut down and I would like I self isolate. And it's very it's very apparent to people that actually care about me that they're always like, She's so pretty, like they're they're complimenting me, they're trying to lift me up and I'm just like like stonewall, you know, no emotion. Mm-hmm. So it had happened to me, um, a few years ago. I had went through 
a terrible year. It was a big incident that I experienced. And essentially, there were all these people trying to uplift me, and I couldn't accept none of it. I didn't feel like I was worthy of it. I felt like the situation that I had experienced actually was, like, my fault in the worst way and I couldn't do anything to fix it and I couldn't accept I couldn't accept love for a really long time because mm-hmm. I was just like nah you fucked up like that situation I don't care how far it went I don't care it was you it was your body it was you so it had to be your fault you know and that's but that's a childlike psyche also mm-hmm. because when I was a kid I experienced a lot of incidents where it was like you you supposed to be bigger than you are you're supposed to grow up faster you know so for me my acceptance was always like I can't accept that you're telling me that I'm pretty you're telling me that I have a glow you're telling me that I have a good energy you're telling me all this stuff but it's also making me think is this is that what you want from me right you want to use that from me or what are your intentions with that Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and then it turns into well you must not love yourself and those and it's really hard battling those things especially when you're in the midst of healing and you turn around and you see like there's hardly anyone there because as you're shedding these thoughts about yourself you're coming up with more of them oh yeah because life don't stop while you heal. no it don't it'll still kick you in your ass mm-hmm. like that's so rude i know like you can't give me a moment to breathe why <laughs> like I literally, I kid you not, I am, I'm in my healing journey right now. I am holistically healing. I'm doing all the work. I'm, I'm doing everything that I can. Yet, just the other week, I got hit with some real bad family drama, or not family drama, but family health concerns that almost caused me to go back to my self-isolation and shut down. And I was like, okay, we're not doing that. We're doing the opposite. We're telling people that we're not okay. Right. We're communicating that, hey, look, I might need y'all. If I call you more, don't be surprised type of thing. But, like, I think the only way that I could do that is by killing that old self, right. if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I talked before about shedding your past self and allowing the newer version of yourself to really exist and thrive. Mm-hmm. I had to do that last week because I was like, if I don't, I'm about to be depressed. I'm not about to be eating. I'm not about to be doing nothing. Hell, I probably wouldn't even make it to an open mic knowing damn well I want to be on stage. <laughs> yeah. So I think healing is just so interesting, especially because it's so personal. Yeah, like it, everyone's healing journey looks different. Mm-hmm. Like, it really does. But there's some similarities there, too, which like, is shocking. Yeah. Because I'm like, nah, that's mine. <laughs> that's that's the thing that I'm healing from. How are you healing from the same thing? I think that's why it's really important that we see it from a lens of, okay, we all have our own individual healing journeys to go through. Mm-hmm. But through communication and the power of our vulnerability and the connection we can actually heal collectively because we're not saying I'm not dismissing your trauma and you're not dismissing my trauma. Instead, I'm actually saying, nah, I acknowledge your pain. I acknowledge that you may not feel like yourself, but guess what? I'm gonna give you some food anyway. You know, those type of moments really mean a lot and they hold a lot of weight. Actually, it's funny that you mentioned that we were just talking about compliments because I went to, um, a show just a couple weeks ago actually no last month 
And we were all talking about how we all have our bad days. And we were talking about what is the thing that you hold on to that you turn back to when you're having those bad days so that you can get through that bad day. Do you have anything like that? It's like, for me, Mm -hmm. it's music. It's like, but also like silence. Like, Mm. so I really value silence because my life, I talk a lot. Mm -hmm. During the day, I'm an admin assistant. At night, I'm a bartender. And like I'm, and then my passion is spoken word and poetry and journalism. Mm-hmm. So I'm always talking and performing and like connecting and stuff like that. So like for me, it's like when things get crazy and like I'm feeling like crazy, it's like mm-hmm. I need silence. And what do you do with that silence? How do you harness the silence? I should say. It's like there's no phone. Mm-hmm. There's no. Um, I try to go to like the furthest like park. I take like a drive, me and my dog. Mm-hmm. And we just like maybe go on a hike or something like that. And I just sit and I just be. And like I just let like the thoughts just run over me. And like I dismiss them as they go. And like I just like, okay, like I just breathe. Like I can't, like, cause I can't, like, I, I, I get overwhelmed easily. Mm-hmm. Same here. Because I'm an overthinker. Same here. And also, like, I like plans and stuff like that. So, like, when things keep coming and coming and coming, mm-hmm. it's like I have to, like, seclude myself for a second. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it's like I have to seclude myself for a second. And, like, a lot of the times, like, if it, there is noise, it's music. Mm-hmm. And it's most likely neo song. I like that. Most likely neo I definitely like that. I think for me... I have a couple of different methods, but for me, mainly, it's been yoga. I have a couple of different things that I want to achieve within my yoga practice for myself. And it don't even matter. Like, honestly, if I do yoga for just five minutes a day, I'm like, okay, yep, I'm ready. (laughs) We can do it. Or if I just sit and I meditate for a little bit. And I just really just, like you said, a lot of that calmness to come over you, just mm-hmm. just really just sit. I find that I can sit there for a while, and it really does calm my, my mind down. There's power in stillness. There really is. There is power in stillness. Let's say that again, y'all. Yeah. There is power in stillness. There is. And, like, that took me a while to learn because I'm a natural busybody. Me too. And, like, so, like if I was standing still... I was looking for a way to move. I was, like, yes. I was going. And Coming like, from a, as a dancer. Like, I was a busy body. Like, as a, a former athlete who still does workouts and everything. I was a former athlete as well. Girl, I got to keep busy. I, <laughs> I got going, to keep like, moving. Going, going, going. And, like, once I learned to, like, sit still mm-hmm. and, like, actually still. Like, not like, oh, I'm watching TV. Like, no, like, you. You're still. You're still with, like. It's interesting because when I sit, when I sit still, when I'm sitting in my solitude, I usually have like that candle on or that little wax warmer on, and I have my um my incense burning. Yeah. And I'm sitting literally like the girl on the photos, just sitting there, and I'm just like, how long I've been? Oh shoot, like. But for me, I'll also have to, like, turn my phone off. Yeah. I'll have to say, like, okay, 
look, y'all, I'm meditating. Or actually, I don't even like telling people that I'm meditating. Because the thing is, nine times out of ten, if you know that, you're going to try to enter. Like, I'm a big energy person, so Mm -hmm. I can feel your energy. Like if I, you're trying to reach I me, I no longer meditate with people. Oh, really? I don't. I don't like because I don't meditate with people either. But I, that's interesting that people. I use like people meditate. used to be like let's like they'd be like let's meditate together, and I'd be like okay, okay, and then it would be a couple times like this is gonna sound like kind of crazy. Okay. But like there was a couple. I was like no, there was like this one time where I was meditating, and I have like this like white water space that I digitally go to and I like just like could not get there like and I was like I was like what in the hell like it's taking me it's taking like and it was like the person was sitting like right in front of me and I kid you not like I could just like my spirit would not leave like Mm. and I was like Oh, like that. And then, like, this one, I knew I wasn't tripping because it was this one time. Mm-hmm. Like, we were sitting, like, side by side. Mm-hmm. And I swear to you, like, I was facing like this. Mm-hmm. But, like, 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 in my spirit, my spirit was like this. Oh, that's not good. Like, literally, like, looking at her. Like, I could see her. Like, uh-huh. Like, not, like, really, but, like... No, but, yeah, I see... You know feel, what I'm saying? You can like, feel her. Yes. When you like, wasn't supposed to be I'm feeling her. I'm not supposed to be feeling I'm supposed you, to be feeling me. And you feel And you feel me, you. And, and I'm supposed to be with my people. Yeah. You, and, like, yeah. when I tell you, it literally felt like my spirit was just like this. That's like, not good. Like, staring at her. I was like... Probably because she was on guard. Your spirit was on guard. Like, something, something was going... See, something. And that's the thing, like... It says, like... <laughs> No more. That's like, the thing. We can stretch together. We can do Tai Chi, yeah. yoga, all that good stuff together. But meditation is for me. Yes. Meditation, my solitude, is for me. Mm-hmm. And that's something that you guys will will find later on as you venture into your self-love portion of the healing. That this is, I know I touch on this all the time, but this is for you. It's truly for you to come back to yourself. Whether that means that you felt like you lost yourself at some point or whether you just haven't even found yourself yet, you still return it to you either way. And I feel like for me, it took me a while to get to where I am to be this comfortable in my skin because my self-love wasn't there it was just it was it was non-existent it was only existent after i experienced something traumatic and that's something i'm realizing like right now that i was constantly only talking myself up after experiencing something that i didn't get the validation from someone else if that makes sense what was crazy for me is when I went through myself, like before I went through my self love journey, mm-hmm. I genuinely thought I loved myself. <laughs> I did at one point until I, I think, did not. Like but I, I think... found out I did not <laughs> love myself. I was proud yeah. of myself. Mm-hmm. I was proud of myself. I was um, what's a what's a good word for that? I was proud of myself. I was um, happy mm-hmm. with myself. But I wasn't accepting of myself. Yeah. And that's and the big thing I in love. I didn't love myself. Ooh, that's the big thing and in love. And it's like now, like, loving myself is, like, such 
so crazy how something like can be beautiful and like have a negative impact at the same time like mm-hmm. I was just talking to my friend about this the other day like the beauties and, and the uglies of unapologetically choosing yourself mm. go on like that feels amazing right it's hard with certain situations like for instance I have an issue with boundaries mm-hmm. so like choosing myself in certain situations is very difficult for me but like pushing through it feels good on the other side but mm-hmm. then like people be Saudi people be Saudi they do and you realize like why people are really there mm-hmm. like and it's insane. But it all starts with you. Like, when I went through my self-love journey, I decided mm-hmm. to embark on that journey sober. Me because too. Because <laughs> I wanted a, cl- like, you know what I'm a saying? Clear like, what am I a clear conscience, a clear mind. mind. Like, how I'm, yeah. I'm being my brain, I ain't even, you feel me? Yeah. So, I feel you. I didn't, I didn't drink, I didn't smoke, I didn't do anything. Me either. And it's crazy the friends that I lost when I stopped drinking. Me too. That's like, crazy. It's crazy the friends that I lost when I stopped drinking. And it's crazy the friends that, like, I developed deeper bonds with because of it. Yeah. Like, and also, like, recently I'm dealing with, like, a grief journey. Mm-hmm. It's crazy the friends that I've gained through that. Mm-hmm. But it's also insane the people that I've lost. Mm-hmm. But also I feel good about the people that are in my life. So it's like a bittersweet moment. I know exactly what you mean. I feel the same way. Um, And this doesn't have to apply to everybody. But for us, we did decide to do this self-love journey without any mind-altering substances or anything like that. Because we wanted to really connect with ourselves. At least for me, I had to constantly tell people, I'm like, no, I'm not smoking. No, I'm not drinking. No, I'm not. But the thing is, it took me a minute to get there because I had people in my life, um, mainly my family, that were like, yeah, drink with me, smoke with me, come yeah. on, get high with me, come on, we need yeah. to be this way, we need to we need to dig deep, we need to have these conversations. And it was just like, for me, I'm a magnetic individual on its own. Like, I don't really need marijuana or anything any type of substance to pull that out of me you know like that's just how I am already Mm -hmm. so why can't we have a conversation sober where you're gonna remember this conversation and and I'm gonna gonna (laughs) exactly and it's gonna be a takeaway after that I think so often people within our community are so attached to the idea of okay let's get high and have late night conversations that's that's fine yeah however are you actually retaining those conversations later on? No. Not really. No. Not really. No. You're because not. guess what you retaining? That high. Exactly. <laughs> you're high not you ain't focusing on what no, we talked not, about. It's not important. Like and that was and also it was just like I felt like I couldn't be real with myself. Mm. If like I wasn't being real with myself. Like, and it's like when you're high, like, you kind of have, like, this filter on, like, this, like, almost, like, this, what's the word? Facade. Like, not even that, but, like, mm. it's almost like it creates a mask, so, like, you can, yeah. like, be this or be that. Like, I can't tell you how many times, like, I'd be like, oh, like, I got a smoke face. Yeah. I didn't like that sentence yeah. coming out of my mouth. 
it makes I never well that's not true <laughs> I was about to lie y'all I was gonna say that I never participated in smoking that heavily which I I didn't really I did it socially but I found that after I was smoking with these individuals um, like I said mainly my family members I would come back to my home and I would be like, okay, I got CBD. I'm not smoking like weed. I'm just, I have CBD. Like, this is what's going to calm me out. And that was fine. But I also didn't like being dependent or feeling like I was coming dependent mm -hmm. on something that I don't really want to, I don't want to depend on nothing but myself. Exactly. And so for me, it was really, that was the biggest boundary that I had to set because like I said, my family member was like, please smoke with me, da da da, da. why don't you want to mm -hmm. smoke with me? So I, I had a conversation with my stepmother, and it went exactly like this. Some people in life can get through life by smoking and drinking away their problems, but you, my love, you cannot. And I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to be in that category. I'm sorry. That's just not my cup of tea. But after having that conversation with her, she didn't say it like, nah, you can't be smoking. She said it in a way that made me shift my thinking. What she said was, so you know all the medication that you're taking and you know that you're drinking, right? And you're taking medicine, right? And she was, and I was like, mm-hmm. She was like, it's probably reacting with the medicine that you're taking. And I was like, okay, you're right. Things ain't adding up. <laughs> you're right. Those two kind of don't mix alcohol and prescription drugs whether it's no. antidepressants or whatever no, they don't they don't mix back very they just they just don't oil and water they, don't <laughs> they just don't go together and so we were talking about it and she was like listen your family member is at a point where this is all that she wants to do you if you don't want to participate in that you don't have to completely okay and i was like but she's mine and she was like i that, that, I don't care what she is to you. If it's not benefiting you, why keep putting yourself through it? Mm -hmm. And so I had to have a really hard conversation because we was about to hotbox. And I was like, <clears throat> okay, we got to talk because <laughs> I don't want to smoke. I don't want to drink anymore. I just want to feel. Yeah. I got so tired of being numb that I, like, you know, I spent my entire life being numb. All I wanted to do was feel. Yeah. And you can't really get through something if you don't feel it. Mm. And that was my thing. Because it's like, I would, that's how, like, a lot of the times, like, I'd be like, if I was, like, worked up or something like mm -hmm. that, smoking would calm me down. I don't think it's a bad thing and to like, smoke, though. No, but, like, when you're trying to, like, dive into yourself. Yeah. If you don't feel, like, the full force of your emotions, like, you're not really gonna... I'm not gonna say you're not really going to, mm -hmm. but I feel like it's going to take you longer to get to the root of the problem. Because yeah. it's, like, so many times, like, you'll be digging, you'll be digging, you'll be digging, you'll find something, and then you'll be like... Skip past that. that a <laughs> yeah, okay, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. And so it's, like... I feel like it'll take you longer to get to the root if you don't. Because, like, it wasn't until I stopped sucking that I realized, like, I hadn't cried in, like, a while. Like, a while. do it. Because, like, I personally don't like crying. But, like, I understand that crying is healthy. Like, but I was, like, thinking to myself, I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, if I'm going to do this, I got to do this. If I'm going to dive in me, I got to dive in me. I want to say something really quickly based off of what you just said, because 
I don't think y'all understand the type of cry that she meets. Oh, yeah. sorry guys. <laughs> no, 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 no. You fine. I, I peep what you was what you was going at, and I, I want to pick up on it. So she doesn't mean like boohoo cry and just get over it. She mean the ugly, yeah. bad, and I talk. The and pictures listen, is playing. She talking about the and I the pictures is playing in my head too. Man. But she's talking about the hold yourself. So you can't get up type of cry like where you your just body your like your, your soul like, release. Yes. Your soul uh, listen, this is ain't a, this ain't a, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> where you be thinking like I'm acting like Janet Jackson <laughs> on Why Did I Get Married oh, Too? The kind of cry. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, like the kind of cry you like, I need some water. I after need some water. You need I am dehydrated. I am dehydrated. You need to dehydrate after that cry. You start what? sweating. <laughs> Listen, that's the cry that she's talking about, y'all. She's not talking about like, oh, yeah, I'm going to just boo-hoo cry and shake these tears off. No, okay, she's talking about tears. let these tears not, slide down your face and express it. your emotion. It is, I, I like to call it a soul cry because yeah. for me, when I experienced it, I like you, I was drawn to music. So there was a time when I was really going through my journey and I didn't want to be, like I said, I didn't want to be on any medication. At that time, I was, but I did not like taking it. So at that time, I was not taking it, and I was having all these different, like, flashbacks, all these different memories coming up, all this different music coming up. I didn't realize how important music was until I was like, okay, I did my Words and Power showcase where I got all these different viral um, artists and different creatives, and we all talked about what healing was and what it meant to us, basically through the performing arts basically mm -hmm. and i hosted that and i created that anyway i'm the host of it it's my thing it's my name's all over it and i'm over here like my brain is telling me that i need to let some things out so i started doing the freestyles but i also realized that music was playing in my head so powerfully and it was like each song that was playing was a memory mm -hmm. was connected to an incident and it caused me to re uh, like basically uncover the childhood trauma that I experienced that I was like I ain't I ain't going back there type of thing mm -hmm. and I did a soul I had a whole probably like three days worth of soul cries because I I didn't know what else to do man I wasn't able to you ever wipe so my heart you start screaming you can't oh, do nothing but scream girl <laughs> I don't had I don't had that cry I done had the cry where I'm just holding myself on the floor and I'm just like, girl, I'm crazy as fuck. I'm crazy as hell. I don't want to deal with this. But the thing is, the more I kept saying I don't want to deal with it, guess what I was doing? I was Dealing going towards it. it. Yeah, walking right into walking it. Walking right into it. Because the thing is, if yeah, your body wants you to experience something. Oh, it's going to find time. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. Like, as somebody who used to be like, who will feel the tears coming and be like, no, bro. I'm I'm a thug. No, I'm a thug this out. Like, yes. I got things to do. Like, yes. Nah, like, it's somebody who used to be that person. Like, yes. when I tell you, girl, you go cry, okay? Your body gonna be like, uh, all right. Mm -hmm. I'm, you got you got games? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You wanna play games? Okay. And the thing is... We gonna wait until you in the middle I want of this meeting. Yes. I want us to 
especially as black women, especially within the black community, to understand that there is no shame in crying. If you need a soul cry, if you need to even just cry a little bit, there's no shame in that. Because honestly, I don't think I started to truly love my being until I cried, until Man. I allowed myself to see myself as Man. you are a human being, you are a human woman, yeah. you, you go through struggles in this life, and you also, at this point in time, at this point that I'm referring to, you don't love yourself. You're not accepting your flaws. You're, yeah. you're trying to be on all the time. You're trying to be on all the time, and that's just not that. So there's this trend right now with self-care. There's this trend with, <laughs> with all this, this healing. But I don't think a lot of people want to get to the nitty-gritty of it and allow you to see that self-care ain't always pretty. And no. healing damn sure ain't always fairy tales and rainbows. We be crying some days. Man. We be getting up and doing yoga the other days. Okay. okay? <laughs> it's days not we easy. we balance. The next day we it, eating all fried foods because everything yes. is awful. Like, <laughs> it's just like, it's a roller coaster, but it it's worth it. And it's like, it is worth it. But they don't talk about that. Like, self-care ain't just uh, work. It's tiring. It's draining. It is like it is draining to take care of self. Mm -hmm. Like the things that like because like for instance like my self care is very much like um, like journaling, doing like mass, taking like mm -hmm. spiritual baths. Like I mm. dance a lot in my room. Like I do a lot of yoga. Like yes, I have like and like fi first of all finding the time to do all of those things. Yes, ha, hilarious. Um, Set a timer on your phone though. Like, Turn your phone off and just do it for. I mean, I wouldn't. You gotta say, break it up. Yeah, break it up. You gotta do break installments it up. if you, you don't know, have time. I do. <laughs> I do. I be laying myself. Here. Yeah. Like, I do a little bit. Like this morning, mm -hmm. I woke up. That's when I journal. I drink my tea. That's nice. I like to drink like a tea every day. I have teas that I'm. I have a lot of tea. Me too. I need, need to, to, I need to be drinking my more, more teas, teas and, <laughs> and, and tinctures and all that. And yeah. All that stuff. Like, so I like to drink a tea. Like, I did that this morning. Then I had to go to work and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. then when I got off work, I stretched. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I relaxed for a little bit. That was part of self-care. Mm -hmm. I'd go home, do a face mask. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? You just gotta like, squeeze yeah, it in. You, gotta, you have to find if if first thing. It has things, to be a balance. It like, has yeah. So it has to be a balance because I was somebody like I grew up a people pleaser. Woo, so like let's talk about that. That's gonna be it. <laughs> I would, I was like everybody came before me. What fuck me? Mm -hmm. Um. So like there would be times where I would be at home and somebody would ask me to hang out and I really wouldn't want to. Not that I don't want to hang out with them. Like hang out with them. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I just personally. Would prefer to be in my home, mm -hmm. doing my laundry, maybe painting. I don't know, just like doing something, like being I just in your don't solitude. Feel like being yeah. like around anybody. It's not that nothing wrong with that person. Mm -hmm. But then I think about like, well, if I called them, like I would want them to hang out with me. Yeah, and they want to hang out with me. Like I should be thankful for that. Like, mm -hmm. and then I would talk myself into going, and then I'd be sorry, and I would do that for like. However long, and then I would go into like these recluse weeks. Ooh, where like I was so physically drained, like I could not, like I did not, like it was. I don't have the energy. I, I wouldn't Same. talk to anyone. I wouldn't post on social media. I wouldn't answer the phone. Like, and then I would like pop back out, like hi guys. But that I think that is uh, <laughs> that's interesting because I always refer to it when I 
when I have my periods of, of, of that where I'm like, okay, where I, well, used to, because I, I haven't done that in such a long time, thank God. But I used to be a people pleaser as well. And I used to be like, well, what are they going to think? That was my biggest yeah. thing was like, they how are they going to think? Like they think I don't want to hang out with them. Yeah. And so for me, it was always like, okay, well, I'm going to go and I'm going to have fun. Yeah. And I'm going to just put on a mask. I'm not going to let yeah. nobody see what's really going on. Yeah. And then I come home and I take that mask off and I'm like, why the hell did I go? Tired as I or, get More drained than you was when you left the house. Or for me, mine is always so apparent because it's all written on my face. Mm -hmm. So if I'm out there with my people and I don't really want to be there, they, they like, they why know. you look like you don't want to be here? Because well, I actually don't want to be here, but y'all was begging me. <laughs> so I'm here. So I'm here. Y'all guilt me. So I told y'all I wanted to go to sleep, but you know, then you have to really self-regulate and look at the, be aware of like, people can see your face. Yeah. People can feel your emotions that they really rock with you. Mm -hmm. They can, you know, they can feel your energy. So if you go into this situation or if you go into an event and you know you're not in a good headspace, take care of you. Yeah, because the thing 100%. is, it's like there'll be so many times where I really needed to recharge and instead I went and spent more. Yep. And then I come back and I'm like, why did I do why that? Why did I do that? And so it's like now, like, especially through this like grief journey, I'm mm -hmm. realizing like I don't owe anybody anything. I don't have no children. Nope. I am not a guardian or POA over anybody. Mm -hmm. So I don't know anybody, anything, like, except for myself. I actually owe down on myself, for real. You do. Like, you you, you in debt real, to yourself. For real. Like, I am <laughs> in debt to myself. Like, yes. I, poor, poor girl. But we get it. Hey, I pay my debt. Hell yeah. So it's cool. each trip, each vacation trip that I take is me is me saying you did this, you know you're doing saying? this. <laughs> also, it'd be like little small things. Mm -hmm. Like I remember, like this was just like fun for me. Like as a kid, I had always wanted a build a bear, and I never got a build a bear. I never got a build a bear. I always wanted a build a bear. I never got a build a bear. I asked for it on Christmas, on my birthday. Aww. Never got a build a bear. My cousin had a build a bear. Never had a build a bear. And so, like, part of my fucking self-like love healing my inner child, mm -hmm. I went and I took my niece, and we both went and we built bears. Yes, and that's and, that's a small thing, but it's a bears. big thing. And for when you. I tell you, like, it was so I felt so childish because <laughs> as she was boxing up my bear, like I literally like felt I was Aww. like, it was like my like I could just see. Little Kaya with the caps on her teeth and the bow was like, thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm like, I love welcome, that. Babe. I love that. You're welcome, babe. I absolutely fun. love that. I think that's perfect for us to end it on. <laughs> no, yeah. truly, because that's all about understanding that there's different levels to self love. You can love yourself as an adult, but first and foremost, you need to go back to that inner child. And do the fun shit that you never got yes, to experience. Yes. Or do not just the fun stuff, but do what you wanted to do. I got a kiddie pool. I always wanted a backyard with a kiddie really? pool. And I got a kiddie pool. Heck yeah, I got hula hoops. <laughs> yes. All kinds of stuff. There's what? room for play. The, the whole point of this episode, yes, is to value your self-love and understand that 
this comes in different ways. Yeah. But also come back to your innocence. Like I said in the last episode, I'm probably going to touch on this for a, a while. It is a form of self love. It's a form of self care. Yeah. Definitely returning back to your inner child when you was just playing and you was just carefree. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I have been doing gymnastics all around this we apartment because that's what I used to do as a kid. Just mm-hmm. flipping and turning and trying yeah. to master these different poses. I done got some poses down, but I was that. like, can I get out of this? <laughs> Am I stuck? <laughs> like, oh no, wait a minute. But yeah. I was like, I, I remember, I'll just leave it off at this. I was trying to do this like this little bridge, extended bridge with my feet on the wall. Uh-huh. And I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And I put my hands here and I was like, I can't lift my shoulders up. I was like, you know what? Yes, you can. Yeah, you can. And I breathed real deep and I finally can't did it. And I was like, oh, I did it. I was so excited. I was like, I can't believe I did that. How long can I stay up there? <laughs> but it so was really beautiful. fun. That's so beautiful. Yeah, I just went, got a, uh, found a canopy for $10. Just because what I had is... a canopy bed oh. when I was a kid. And so now I put a canopy on my bed. I need one of those. And I feel like a princess. I love that. <laughs> Y'all, this has been Queen J and... Makaya, nice to meet you. <laughs> um, with, I don't know, again, I really don't know what episode we're on, but this has been a lovely episode. Yes, Thank you so, so much for your fun. participation. Thank you for inviting it me. It was amazing. Like, that and... was crazy. I'll see y'all. Thank you for seeing and hearing me. Queen J. Hey y'all, it's Queen J back with another episode. I don't even remember what episode we are on, but this episode is really, really special because we have a special guest with us. Ah, Hey, Um, I'm Makaya. Makaya Milan. Nice to meet you. All right. Yes, of course. So this is my friend, Makaya Milan. Milan. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful last name. It's my middle name. Please. That's a beautiful middle name. Thank you. I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you, as you guys know, before we get into this episode's topic and things like that, I do have a special guest here, as I mentioned. And what she's going to touch on, she's just going to talk about the importance of self-love within healing, especially within the black community. And I know y'all already know how I feel about self-love and how that is such a pivotal point of us even coming to terms with our healing in general. But I just felt like it needs to be reiterated from a very dope and talented individual. Thank you. <laughs> you are so welcome. And I also want to definitely just get back into our little mindfulness. Y'all know how we start these episodes. So hope y'all rock with me. Pause, breathe, relax. It is now time to open our mind to experience new things about healing within this community and within this lifetime. All right, y'all. I hope that brought y'all peace. I hope that put y'all at ease. I hope y'all are really ready to hear what we have to say. And let's get to it. Like I said, this topic is going to touch on self-love. So if there's anything that's triggering, like I said, y'all take care of yourself. Step away if you need to. We'll be here. That's really dope. I like that. Um, So instead of like an intro of like me babbling on about myself, I would like to share a poem. So I hope that's okay with you guys. 
light, glow, higher understanding, tears, loss, damaged feelings. One is the goal, one are the side effects, the glory and strife of healing. We all want to know ourselves. We all want to be the ultimate version, the one who comprehends emotions, the one who didn't submit to their subversion. If only healing came with a warning sticker. Nobody wants to be the person that's hated and yet everybody wants to be their skin to be thicker. Everybody needs to be the one who made it. But you can't have one without the other. With self-love comes self-hate. With self-care comes self-sacrifice. You can't accept your past without acknowledging every stupid mistake. Everyone wants to dive into their soul but wouldn't know what to do when they encounter their first demon. With every dawn, there is a darkness lurking, waiting to make you lose your light, forget your beacon. Somebody should have told me, warned me, that while I gain higher intelligence, I would lose connections I once deemed valuable. I would spend all of my time trying to maintain my benevolence. The more understanding I gain, the more misunderstood I would become, the more envied, the more judged, the more adversities to fucking overcome. The more you would crave alone time, and good thing too, because boy, will you be alone. They don't tell you that we don't all heal together. We don't all overturn the same stone. So while you're on your higher path, you have to watch the people you love lost in their woods. You have to find out you thought the people that loved you were actually only here for the goods, only here for the good times and the drama they don't do. Some people are solely in your life to be your darkness, to make your light shine brighter than bright, to show you that you can go farther than far, that you can go the farthest. So remember, each time you slip into your darkness on the path to your healing, the point of the darkness is so that you don't see the light. But push through because in that light is where you find your glow and your higher understanding. Wow. Okay, y'all. Wow. That's that piece. That was... And that's that piece. That was... That was gorgeous. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I can't even speak. Y'all know I don't get speechless, so <laughs> What? Thank you. First of so all, much. such talent. Like, that was raw. I'm listening to this, and I'm just like, I wanted to snap so bad. I'm like, we're recording. I can't snap. I can't clap. I can't. So I'm just like, oh, I let it out in the moment. I let it out in the moment. But that was amazing. That was incredible. But see, y'all, that is what I'm talking about when I refer to poetic journalism. That is a release within a rhythmic wording and phrasing and coupling it doesn't have to always rhyme but that is powerful in itself and i definitely think you that was a great ass introduction like you you did that when you were telling me about the podcast and like what like you wanted to like talk about and stuff like mm -hmm. that i was like yo like that's that's, that's that. it that's, like, that's, that's exactly that, that. Yeah, yeah like that's that like because nobody talked like everyone talks about like oh like Yes, yeah, self love. We're gonna drink water. Mm -hmm. like, Girl, let's yeah. talk about it. <laughs> but like, nobody tells you that like you find out some shit about yourself that you like. Yo, let's talk about it. That's why I said this topic. I know, like I said, I've already touched on this topic for myself, but I want to ask you: when you wrote that, how did it feel when you were writing it? Did you ever feel? Because I've written stuff like that too. And I've always felt heavy writing out those feelings. But then after, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I, you know what I yeah. mean? I feel lighter. Yeah. So I don't know if you feel like that. So I just wanted to know. It was like, 
the inspiration behind that poem was like mm-hmm. everyone always talks about like people who interact with me like they always say like oh my gosh you have this glow like you have this glow like oh my gosh and I'm like what are you talking about mm-hmm. and it's like it was crazy to me because like one day I was just sitting down and like I was thinking about it like I feel like it's like when you go through like your very first because a self-love journey is continuous you'll have multiple like for your entire life so like when you go through your first there's like a certain level of like assurance within yourself that mm-hmm. like you do walk taller like you do you do walk like with a certain like like you're almost being pulled up instead of pushed down Ooh, i love that and it's like when i was thinking back and like just reflecting it's like yo like when I went through my healing, like, journey, mm-hmm. like, it was, I tell everyone, like, the other side is beautiful, but, like, going through it was awful. Like, mm. it was, there were, like, little nice, sweet moments, but, like, for the most part, it was, like, I lost friends. Mm-hmm. I had to, like, I lost jobs. Like, I mm-hmm. reevaluated, like, goals and desires. I found out, like, something I thought that I was truly passionate about wasn't. I also found out, like, that I spent my entire life thinking I knew what my purpose was, and I got smacked in the face with my purpose. Mm-hmm. And so, like, as someone like me who likes to pride themselves on, like, knowing themselves and being self-aware, like, yes. that was a whole thing. And oh, then, I like, get it. Tri- like, finding out, like, you go through, like, to heal one thing and find out that you got triggers about things you didn't even freaking know that you had triggers about. Yes, let's talk about that. Because like, it's funny that you say that because the episode before this one, yeah. I was talking about exactly that. I was talking about coming back to innocence within yourself because the triggers only started happening because your childhood or your happy moment was interrupted. Yeah. Or at least for that's from my perspective. Right. From my healing. It only occurred when I was in the middle of smiling in the middle of having a good time and then it was interrupted and the moment that it was interrupted I'm like okay then I need to fear that thing now I need to be I need to be on guard what then causes yourself to have triggers within yourself you unpacking those other emotions and then you're like well damn I I done figured out that emotion don't even got nothing to do with that one, but we still got to dig there. Anyway, we still got to process yeah. that one. We still got to like acknowledge you, that one. You yes, check one yes. off the list and add three more. Like Exactly. Let's like, talk about what? it. Like, exactly. I remember like, um, like, so especially when I was like going through like my weight loss journey, mm-hmm. like it was so crazy realizing like the, the weight that my body held that I didn't even know about. Because I I never really, like, value physical attraction mm-hmm. for myself. Yeah. And so, like, at one point, I started to. Mm. And, like, it started, I started to, like, pride myself on, like, the way I looked. Like, the way that my body was shaped. Like, the assets that I had. And so, mm-hmm. like, I decided, like, no, I need to, I need to, like, get away from that. So I, like, started trying to like focus on like insides like I started trying to work on my body for like actually like manifesting health rather than like physical things and through like trying to do that Mm -hmm. I realized that like I have an issue with acceptance like bitch where did that come from (laughs) we weren't even talking about that yeah I see yeah like I had like this need for validation, mm-hmm. and like it, it. I found out that it stemmed from 
this childhood thing that I remember like every time I got a compliment or or like I was told something or like because like I was always you're so pretty like you're mm-hmm. so pretty and like every single time it like clockwork well pretty is it's pretty does mm. and wow. I used to value that phrase because I thought really? that it taught me like to make my pretty like more than skin deep but I didn't realize that it was actually telling me that like I I need to earn my pretty. Go a little bit deeper about that. What you mean? Like, when if somebody walks up to you, right, mm-hmm. and says, I like your outfit, mm-hmm. your natural response would normally be like, oh, thank you. Yeah. My response would be like, oh, this was on sale, or, or oh, like, I uh, diminished myself okay, because... Okay, I see, I see what you're saying, because I used to do... I was I wondering... I diminished myself okay. because... I'm not deserving of that compliment. Got you. Okay. Because I used to do the same thing, except for mine was more so like somebody would be like, so here's mine. Mine would be, I kid you not, after every time I went through something traumatic and I would like shut down and I would like, I self-isolate. And it's very, it's very apparent to people that actually care about me that they're always like, She's so pretty. Like they're they're complimenting me. They're trying to lift me up, and I'm just like, like Stonewall. You know, no emotion. So it had happened to me um, a few years ago. I had went through a terrible year. It was a big incident that I experienced, and essentially there were all these people trying to uplift me, and I couldn't accept none of it. I didn't feel like I was worthy of it. I felt like the situation that I had experienced actually was like my fault in the worst way and I couldn't do anything to fix it and I couldn't accept I couldn't accept love for a really long time because mm-hmm. I was just like nah you fucked up like that situation I don't care how far it went I don't care it was you it was your body it was you so it had to be your fault you know and that's but that's a childlike psyche also mm-hmm. because when I was a kid I experienced a lot of incidents where it was like you you supposed to be bigger than you are you're supposed to grow up faster you know so for me my acceptance was always like I can't accept that you're telling me that I'm pretty you're telling me that I have a glow you're telling me that I have a good energy you're telling me all this stuff but it's also making me think is this is that what you want from me right you want to use that from me or what are your intentions with that Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and then it turns into well you must not love yourself and those and it's really hard battling those things, especially when you're in the midst of healing and you turn around and you see like there's hardly anyone there. Because as you're shedding these thoughts about yourself, you're coming up with more of them. Oh, yeah, because life don't stop while you heal. No, it don't. It'll still kick you in your ass. Mm-hmm. Like, that's so rude. I know, like, you can't give me a moment to breathe. <laughs> Why? Like, I literally, I kid you not, I am, I'm in my healing journey right now. I am holistically healing i'm doing all the work i'm I'm doing everything that i can yet just the other week i got hit with some real bad family drama or not family drama but family health concerns that almost caused me to go back to myself isolation and shut down and i was like okay we're not doing that we're doing the opposite we're telling people that we're not okay right. we're communicating that hey look i might need y'all if i call you more don't be surprised type of thing but like 
I think the only way that I could do that is by killing that old self. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like I talked before about shedding your past self and allowing the newer version of yourself to really exist and thrive. Mm-hmm. I had to do that last week because I was like, if I don't, I'm about to be depressed. I'm not about to be eating. I'm not about to be doing nothing. Hell, I probably wouldn't even make it to an open mic knowing damn well I want to be on stage. <laughs> yeah. So I think healing is just so interesting, especially because it's so personal. Yeah, like it, everyone's healing journey looks different. Mm-hmm. Like it really does. But there's some similarities there too, which they, is shocking. Yeah. Because I'm like, nah, that's mine. <laughs> that's, that's the thing that I'm healing from. How you healing from the same thing? I think that's why it's really important that we see it from a lens of, okay, we all have our own individual healing journeys to go through, mm-hmm. but through communication and the power of our vulnerability and the connection, we can actually heal collectively because exactly. we're not saying, I'm not dismissing your trauma and you're not dismissing my trauma. Instead, I'm actually saying, nah, I acknowledge your pain. I acknowledge that you may not feel like yourself, but guess what? I'm gonna give you some food anyway. You know, right. those type of moments really mean a lot and they hold a lot of weight. Facts. Actually, it's funny that you mentioned that we were just talking about compliments because I went to um, a show just a couple weeks ago. Actually, no, last month. And we were all talking about how we all have our bad days. And we were talking about what is the thing that you hold on to that you turn back to when you're having those bad days so that you can get through that bad day. Do you have anything like that? It's like, for me, Mm -hmm. it's music. It's like, but also like silence. Like, Mm. so I really value silence because my life, I talk a lot. Mm -hmm. During the day, I'm an admin assistant. At night, I'm a bartender. And like I'm, and then my passion is spoken word and poetry and journalism. Mm-hmm. So I'm always talking and performing and like connecting, and stuff like that. So like for me, it's like when things get crazy and like I'm feeling like crazy. It's like mm-hmm. I need silence. And what do you do with that silence? How do you harness the silence? I should say. It's like there's no phone. Mm-hmm. There's no. Um, I try to go to like the furthest like park. I take like a drive, me and my dog, mm-hmm. and we just like maybe go on a hike or something like that. And I just sit and I just be, and like I just let like the thoughts just run over me, and like I dismiss them as they go, and like I just like okay, like I just breathe, like I can't, like because I can't, like I I I get overwhelmed easily. Mm-hmm. Same here. Because I'm an overthinker. Same here. And also, like, I like plans and stuff like that. So, like, when things keep coming and coming and coming, mm-hmm. it's like I have to, like, seclude myself for a second. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it's like I have to seclude myself for a second. And, like, a lot of the times, like, if it, there is noise, it's music. Mm-hmm. And it's most likely neo song. I like that. Most likely neo I definitely like that. I think for me... I have a couple of different methods, but for me, mainly, it's been yoga. I have a couple of different things that I want to achieve within my yoga practice for myself. And 
it don't even matter. Like, honestly, if I do yoga for just five minutes a day, I'm like, okay, yep, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> we can do it. Or if I just sit and I meditate for a little bit, and I just really just, like you said, a lot of that calmness to come over you, just, mm-hmm. just really just sit. I find that I can sit there for a while. And it really does calm my, my mind down. There's power down. in stillness. There really is. There is power in stillness. Let's say that again, y'all. Yeah. There is power in stillness. There is. And, like, that took me a while to learn because I'm a natural busybody. Me too. And, like, so, like, if I was staying still, I was looking for a way to move. I like, would, yes. I was going. And Coming like, from a, as a dancer. Like, I was a busybody. Like, as a, a former athlete who still does workouts and everything. I was a former athlete as well. Girl, I got to keep busy. I got to, <laughs> to keep moving. Going, going, going. And, like, once I learned to, like, sit still mm-hmm. and, like, actually still. Like, not like, oh, I'm watching TV. Like, no, like, you. You're still. You're still with, that. like, it's interesting because it's when insane. I sit, when I sit still, when I'm sitting in my solitude, I usually have like that candle on or that little wax warmer on, and I have my um my incense burning. Yeah. And I'm sitting literally like the girl on the photos, just sitting there, and I'm just like, how long I've been? Oh shoot, like. But for me, I'll also have to, like, turn my phone off. Yeah. I'll have to say, like, okay, look, y'all, I'm meditating. Or actually, I don't even like telling people that I'm meditating. Because the thing is, nine times out of ten, if you know that, you're going to try to enter. Like, I'm a big energy person, so mm-hmm. I can feel your energy like if I, you're trying to reach I me. I no longer meditate with people. Oh, really? I don't. I don't. Like, because... I don't meditate with people either, but I, that's interesting that people... I use like people meditate. used to be like let's like they'd be like let's meditate together and I'd be like okay, okay, and then it would be a couple times like this is gonna sound like kind of crazy okay but like there was a couple I was like no, there was like this one time where I was meditating and I have like this like white water space that I digitally Ooh, go to I like that. and I like just like could not get there like. And I was like, I was like, what in the hell? Like, it's taking me a second. Like, and it was like the person was sitting like right in front of me. And I kid you not, like, I could just, like, my spirit would not leave. Like, mm. and I was like, I don't like that. And then, like, this one, I knew I wasn't tripping because it was this one time. Mm-hmm. Like, we were sitting, like, side by side. Mm-hmm. And I swear to you, like, I was facing like this. Mm-hmm. But, like, 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 in my spirit, my spirit was like this. Oh, that's not good. Like, literally, like, looking at her. Like, I could see her. Like, uh-huh. like not, like, really, but, like... No, but, yeah, I see... You know feel, what I'm saying? You could like, feel her. Yes. When you like, wasn't supposed to be I'm feeling her. I'm not supposed to be feeling I'm supposed you, to be feeling me. And you feel And you feel me, you. And, and I'm supposed to be with my people. Yeah. You, and, like, yeah. when I tell you, it literally felt like my spirit was just like this. That's like not staring good. at her, I was like probably because she was on guard. Your spirit was on guard. Like something, something was going. See, something. and that's the thing. Like it says, like <laughs> no more. That's like, the thing. We can stretch together. We can do types. Yeah, yoga, all that good stuff together. But meditation is for, for me. Yeah, meditation, my solitude is for me. Mm-hmm. And that's something that you guys will will 
find later on as you venture into your self-love portion of the healing that this is i know i touch on this all the time but this is for you it's truly for you to come back to yourself whether that means that you felt like you lost yourself at some point or whether you just haven't even found yourself yet you still returning to you either way and i feel like for me it took me a while to get to where I am to be this comfortable in my skin because yeah. my self-love wasn't there. It was just, it was, it was non-existent. It was only existent after I experienced something traumatic. And that's something I'm realizing like right now that I was constantly only talking myself up after experiencing something that I didn't get the validation from someone else, if that makes sense. What was crazy for me is when I went through myself, like before I went through my self-love journey, mm-hmm. I genuinely thought I loved myself. <laughs> I did at one point until I, I think, did not. Like but I, I think... found out I did not <laughs> love myself. I was proud yeah. of myself. Mm-hmm. I was proud of myself. I was um, what's a what's a good word for that? I was proud of myself. I was. Um, happy Mm -hmm. with myself but I wasn't accepting of myself yeah and that's the big thing in love I didn't love myself oh that's the big thing in love it's like now like loving myself is like so crazy how something like can be beautiful and like have a negative impact at the same time like Mm -hmm. I was just talking to my friend about this the other day like the beauties and, and the uglies of unapologetically choosing yourself. Mm. Go on. Like, that feels amazing, right? It's hard with certain situations. Like, for instance, I have an issue with boundaries. Mm-hmm. So, like, choosing myself in certain situations is very difficult for me. But, like, pushing through it feels good on the other side. Mm-hmm. But then, like, People be sorry. People be sorry. They do. And you realize, like, why people are really there. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's insane. But it all starts with you. Like, when I went through my self-love journey, I decided mm-hmm. to embark on that journey sober. Me too. I wanted a, like, you know what I'm a saying? Clear like, what I a clear conscience, a clear mind. mind. Like, how I'm, yeah. how I'm be in my brain, I ain't even, you feel me? Yeah. So, I feel you. I didn't. I didn't drink, I didn't smoke, I didn't do anything. Me either. And it's crazy the friends that I lost when I stopped drinking. Me too. That's like, crazy. It's crazy the friends that I lost when I stopped drinking. And it's crazy the friends that like I developed deeper bonds with because of it. Yeah. Like and also like recently I'm dealing with like a grief journey. Mhm. It's crazy the friends that I've gained through that. Mhm. But it's also insane the people that I've lost. Mm-hmm. But also, I feel good about the people that are in my life. So it's like a bittersweet moment. I know exactly what you mean. I feel the same way. Um, and this doesn't have to apply to everybody. But for us, we did decide to do this self-love journey without any mind-altering substances or anything like that. Because yeah. we wanted to really connect with ourselves. At least for me, I had to constantly tell people, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not smoking. No, nah, I'm not drinking. No, nah, I'm not. 
But the thing is, it took me a minute to get there because I had people in my life, um, mainly my family, that were like, yeah, drink with me, smoke with me, come yeah. on, get high with me, come on, we need yeah. to be this way, we need to we need to dig deep, we need to have these conversations. And it was just like, for me, I'm a magnetic individual on its own. Like, I don't right. really need marijuana or anything, any type of substance to pull that out of me. You know, yeah. like, that's just how I am already. Mm -hmm. So why can't we have a conversation sober where you're gonna remember this conversation, and, we're and I'm gonna, gonna have an impact <laughs> on each other. exactly, like it's and insane. it's gonna be a takeaway after that. I think so often people within our community are so attached to the idea of okay, let's get high and have late night conversations. And that's, that's fine. Yeah. However, are you actually retaining those conversations later on? No. Not really. No. Not really. No. You're because not. guess what you're retaining that high exactly. <laughs> you're high not you today. ain't focusing on what no, we talked not, about it's not important like and that was and also it was just like i felt like i couldn't be real with myself mm. if like i wasn't being real with myself like and it's like when you're high like you kind of have like this filter on like this like almost like this What's the word? Facade. Like, not even that, but like, mm. it's almost like it creates a mask. So like, you can yeah. like be this or be that. Like, I can't tell you how many times, like, I'd be like, oh, like, I got a smoke face. Yeah. I didn't like that sentence yeah. coming out of my mouth. It makes, I never, well, that's not true. <laughs> I was about to lie, y'all. I was going to say that I never participated in smoking that heavily which I, I didn't really, I did it socially, but I found that after I was smoking with these individuals, um, like I said, mainly my family members, I would come back to my home and I would be like, okay, I got CBD. I'm not smoking like weed, I'm just, I have CBD, like this is what's gonna call me out. And that was fine, but I also didn't like being dependent or feeling like I was coming dependent mm -hmm. on something that I don't really want to, I don't want to depend on nothing but myself. Exactly. And so for me, it was really, that was the biggest boundary that I had to set because like I said, my family member was like, please smoke with me. Da, 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 da. Why don't you want to smoke with me? So I, I had a conversation with my stepmother and it went exactly like this. Some people in life can get through life by smoking and drinking away their problems, but you, my love, you cannot. And I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to be in that category. I'm sorry. That's just not my cup of tea. But after having that conversation with her, she didn't say it like, nah, you can't be smoking. She said it in a way that made me shift my thinking. What she said was, so you know all the medication that you're taking and you know that you're drinking, right? And you're taking medicine, right? And she was, and I was like, mm-hmm. She was like, it's probably reacting with the medicine that you're taking. And I was like, okay you right things ain't adding up <laughs> you right those two kind of don't mix alcohol and prescription drugs whether no. it's antidepressants or whatever no, they, they don't they don't mix they just they just don't oil and water they, don't <laughs> they just don't go together and so we were talking about it and she was like listen your family member is at a point where this is all that she wants to do you if you don't want to participate in that, you don't have to. Completely okay. And I was like, but she's my, and she was like, I, da, da, I don't care what she is to you. 
if it's not benefiting you, why keep putting yourself through it? Mm -hmm. And so I had to have a really hard conversation because we was about to hotbox and I was like, mm. okay, we got to talk because <laughs> I don't want to smoke. I don't want to drink anymore. I just want to feel. Yeah. I got so tired of being numb that I, like, you know, I spent my entire life being numb. All I wanted to do was feel. Yeah. And you can't really get through something if you don't feel it. Mm. And that was my thing. Because it's like, I would, that's how, like, a lot of the times, like, I'd be like, if I was, like, worked up or something like mm -hmm. that, smoking would calm me down. I don't think it's a bad thing and to like, smoke, though. No, but, like, when you're trying to, like, dive into yourself, yeah. if you don't feel, like, the full force of your emotions, like, you're not really gonna... I'm not gonna say you're not really going to, mm -hmm. but I feel like it's going to take you longer to get to the root of the problem. Because yeah. it's, like, so many times, like, you'll be digging, you'll be digging, you'll be digging, you'll find something, and then you'll be like... Skip past Is that. that a <laughs> yeah, okay, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. And so it's, like... I feel like it'll take you longer to get to the root if you don't. Because, like, it wasn't until I stopped sucking that I realized, like, I hadn't cried in, like, a while. Like, a while. Yeah, do it. Because, like, I personally don't like crying. But, like, I understand that how crying is healthy. Like, but I was, like, thinking to myself, I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, if I'm going to do this, I got to do this. If I'm going to dive in me, I got to dive in me. I want to say something really quickly based off of what you just said, because I don't think y'all understand the type of cry that she meets. Oh, yeah. sorry guys. <laughs> no, 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 no. You fine. I, I peep what you was what you was going at, and I I want to pick up on it. So she doesn't mean like boohoo cry and just get over it. She means the ugly. Yeah. Bad and I yeah, talk the and pictures is playing. She's talking about the and I the pictures is playing in my head too. Man. But she's talking about the hold yourself till you can't get up type of cry like where you your just body. Your like your, your soul like, release. Yes. Your soul uh, listen, this is ain't a this ain't a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> where you be thinking like I'm acting like Janet Jackson <laughs> on Why Did I Get Married oh, Too? The kind like the kind of cry you like I need some water I need some water I am dehydrated I am dehydrated you need to be hydrated after that cry you start what? sweating <laughs> listen that's the cry that she's talking about yo. she's not talking about like oh yeah I'm gonna just boohoo cry and shake these tears off no okay, she's talking about let these tears no, slide down your face and express it. your emotion it is I, I like to call it a soul cry because yeah. For me, when I experienced it, I like you, I was drawn to music. So there was a time when I was really going through my journey, and I didn't want to be, like I said, I didn't want to be on any medication. At that time, I was, but I did not like taking it. So at that time, I was not taking it, and I was having all these different like flashbacks, all these different memories coming up, all this different music coming up. I didn't realize how important music was until... I was like, okay, I did my Words and Power showcase where I got all these different viral um, artists and different creatives, and we all talked about what healing was and what it meant to us, basically through the performing arts, basically. Mm -hmm. And I hosted that and I created that. Anyway, I'm the host of it. It's my thing. It's my name's all over it. And I'm over here like, my brain is telling me that I need to let some things out. So I started doing the freestyles 
But I also realized that music was playing in my head so powerfully. And it was like each song that was playing was a memory, mm-hmm. was connected to an incident. And it caused me to re, uh, like basically uncover the childhood trauma that I experienced. That I was like, I ain't, I ain't going back there type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I did a soul. I had a whole probably like three days worth of soul cries because I I didn't know what else to do. Man. I wasn't able to you ever wipe my heart. You start screaming. You oh, can't do nothing but scream. Girl. <laughs> I done had I done had that cry. I done had the cry where I'm just holding myself on the floor and I'm just like, girl, I'm crazy as fuck. I'm crazy as hell. I don't want to deal with this. But the thing is the more I kept saying I don't want to deal with it, guess what I was doing? I was Dealing going towards it. it. Yeah, walking right into walking it. Walking right into it. Because the thing is, if yeah, your body yeah. wants you to experience something... Oh, it's going to find time. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. Like, as somebody who used to be like... Who will feel the tears coming and be like, no, bro. I'm, I'm a thug. No, I'm a thug this out. Like, yes. I got things to do. Like, yes. Nah. Like, as somebody who used to be that person, like, yes. when I tell you... Girl, you go crack, okay? Your body gonna be like, uh, all right. Mm-hmm. I'm, you got you got games. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You want to play games, okay? And the thing is, we gonna wait until you in the middle I want of this meeting. Yes, I want us to, especially <laughs> as black women, especially within the black community, to understand that there is no shame in crying. If you need a soul cry, if you need to even just cry a little bit, there's no shame in that because mm-hmm. honestly. I don't think I started to truly love my being until I cried, until Man. I allowed myself to see myself as Man. you are a human being, you are a human woman, yeah. you you go through struggles in this life, and you also, at this point in time, at this point that I'm referring to, you don't love yourself. You're not accepting your flaws. You're yeah. You're trying to be on all the time. You're trying to be on all the time, and that's just not that. So... There's this trend right now with self-care. There's this trend with, <laughs> with all this this healing. But I don't think a lot of people want to get to the nitty-gritty of it and allow you to see that self-care ain't always pretty. And no. healing, damn sure, ain't always fairy tales and rainbows. We be crying some days. Man. We be getting up and doing yoga the other days. Okay. okay? <laughs> it's days not we easy. we balance. The next day we it, eat all fried foods because everything yes. is awful. Like, it's just like... It's a roller coaster, but it it's worth it, and it's like it is worth it. But they don't talk about that. Like self care ain't just uh, work. It's tiring. It's draining. It is like it is draining to take care of self. Mm-hmm. Like the things that like because like for instance like my self care is very much like um, like journaling, doing like mass, taking like mm-hmm. spiritual baths. Like I dance a lot in my room. Like I do a lot of yoga. Like yes, I have like and like fi- first of all, finding the time to do all of those things. Yes, ha, hilarious. Um, Set a timer on your phone though. Like turn your phone off and just do it for. I mean, I wouldn't. You gotta say, break it up. Yeah, break it up. You gotta do break installments it up. if you, you don't know, have time. <laughs> I do. I do. I'll be laying myself. Here. Yeah, like. I, do a little bit like this morning mm-hmm. I woke up that's when I journal I drink my tea that's nice I like to drink like a tea every day I have teas that I'm I have a lot of teas me too me I need too. to I need to be drinking my more, more teas, teas. And, <laughs> and, and tinctures and all that yeah all that stuff. like 
So I like to drink a tea. Like I did that this morning. Then I had to go to work and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. then when I got off work, I stretched. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I relaxed for a little bit. That was part of self-care. Mm-hmm. I'll go home, do a face mask. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? You just got like, to squeeze yeah, it you in. Gotta, you have to find, if, if first thing It has things, to be a balance. It like, has, yeah. So it has to be a balance. Because I was somebody, like, I grew up a people pleaser. Woo! So like, Let's talk about that. That's going to be it. <laughs> I, would, I was like, everybody came before me. What? Fuck me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, there would be times where... I would be at home and somebody would ask me to hang out. And I really wouldn't want to. Not that I don't want to hang out with them. Like, hang out with them, yeah, it's going to be fun. I just personally would prefer to be in my home, mm-hmm. doing my laundry, maybe painting. I don't know. Just, like, doing something. Like, being I in your don't solitude. feel like being, yeah. like, around anybody. It's not that per- nothing wrong with that person. Mm-hmm. But then I think about, like... Well, if I called them, like, I would want them to hang out with me. Yep. And they want to hang out with me. Like, I should be thankful for that. Like, mm-hmm. and then I would talk myself into going. And then I'd be sorry. And I would do that for, like, however long. And then I would go into, like, these recluse weeks. Ooh. Where, like, I was so physically drained. Like, I could not. Like, I did not. Like, it was. I don't have energy. I, I wouldn't Same. talk to anyone. I wouldn't post on social media. I wouldn't answer the phone. Like, and then I would, like, pop back out, like, hi, guys. But that, I think that is, uh, that's interesting because I always refer to it when I, when I have my periods of, of, of that where I'm, like, okay, where I, well, used to because I, I haven't done that in such a long time, thank God. But I used to be a people pleaser as well. And I used to be, like, well, what are they going to think? That was my biggest yeah. thing was, like, they're how gonna are they going to think if they think I don't if I don't, yeah. And so for me, it was always like, okay, well, I'm going to go and I'm going to have fun. Yeah. And I'm going to just put on a mask. I'm not going to yeah. let nobody see what's really going on. Yeah. And then I come home and I take that mask off and I'm like, why the hell did I go? Tired as I or, More drained than you was when you left the house. Or for me, mine is always so apparent because it's all written on my face. Mm-hmm. So if I'm out there with my people and I don't really want to be there, they they're like, know. Thing. Why you look like you don't want to be here? Because well, I actually don't want to be here, but y'all was begging me. <laughs> so I'm here. So I'm here. Y'all guilt me. So I told y'all I wanted to go to sleep, but you know, then you have to really self-regulate and look at the, be aware of like, people can see your face. Yeah. People can feel your emotions that they really rock with you. Mm-hmm. They can, you know, they can feel your energy. So if you go into this situation or if you go into an event and you know you're not in a good headspace, take care of you. Yeah, because the thing 100%. is, it's like there'd be so many times where I really needed to recharge and instead I went and spent more. Yep. And then I come back and I'm like, why did I do why that? Why did I do that? And so it's like now, like, especially through this like grief journey, I'm mm-hmm. realizing like I don't owe anybody anything. I don't have no children. Nope. I am not a guardian or POA over anybody. Mm-hmm. So I don't know anybody, anything, like, except for myself. I actually owe down on myself, for real. You do. Like, you you, you in debt real, to yourself. For real. Like, I am <laughs> in debt to myself. Like, yes. I, poor, poor girl. But we getting it. Hey, I pay my debt. Hell yeah. So it's hey, cool. Each trip, each vacation trip that I take is me, is me saying, you did this. You know You're doing this. <laughs> you know, also, it'd be, like, little small things, mm-hmm. like, I remember, like, this was just, like, fun for me. Like, as a kid, I had always wanted a Build-A-Bear. 
and I never got a Build-A-Bear. I never got a Build-A-Bear. I always wanted a Build-A-Bear. I never got a Build-A-Bear. I asked for it on Christmas, on my birthday. Aww. Never got a Build-A-Bear. My cousin had a Build-A-Bear. Never had a Build-A-Bear. And so, like, part of my fucking self, like, love healing my inner child, mm-hmm. I went and I took my niece and we both went and we built bears. Yes. And that's and, that's a small thing, but it's a bears. big thing And for when you. I tell you, like, it was so, I felt so childish because <laughs> as she was boxing up my bear, like, I literally, like, felt, t- I was Aww. like, it was like my, like, I could just see little Kaya with the caps on her teeth in the bow. I was like, thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm like, I love welcome, that. Babe. I love that. You're welcome, babe. I absolutely love that. I think that's perfect for us to end it on. (laughs) No, truly, because that's all about understanding that there's different levels to self-love. You can love yourself as an adult, but first and foremost, you need to go back to that inner child and do the fun shit that you never got to experience. Or do not just the fun stuff, but do what you wanted to do. I got a kiddie pool. I always wanted a backyard with a kiddie really? pool, and I got a kiddie pool. Heck yeah, I got hula hoops. <laughs> yeah, all kinds of stuff. There's what? room for play. the The whole point of this episode, yes, is to value your self love and understand that this comes in different ways. Yeah. But also come back to your innocence, like I said in the last episode. I'm probably gonna because touch on this for a, a while. It is a form of self love. It's a form of self care. Yeah. Definitely returning back to your inner child when you was just playing and you was just carefree. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I have been doing gymnastics all around this we apartment that. because that's what I used to do as a kid. Just mm-hmm. flipping and turning and trying yep. to master these different poses. I done got some poses down, but we I was like, that. can I get out of this? <laughs> Am I stuck? <laughs> like, oh no, wait a minute. But I was like, I, I remember I was just leaving off at this. I was trying to do this like this little bridge, extended bridge with my feet on the wall. Uh-huh. And I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And I put my hands here and I was like, I can't lift my shoulders up. I was like, you know what? Yes, you can. Yeah, you can. And I breathed real deep and I finally can't did it. And I was like, oh, I did it. I was so excited. I was like, I can't believe I did it. How long can I stay up there? <laughs> but it so was really beautiful. fun. That's so beautiful. Yeah, I just went, got a, uh, found a canopy for $10. Just because what I had is... a canopy bed Ooh. when I was a kid. And so now I put a canopy on my bed. I need one of those. And I feel like a princess. I love that. <laughs> Y'all, this has been Queen J and... Makaya, nice to meet you. <laughs> um, with, I don't know, again, I really don't know what episode we're on, but this has been a lovely episode. Yes, Thank you so much for your fun. participation. Thank you for inviting it me. It was amazing. Like, that and... was crazy. I'll see y'all. Thank you for seeing and hearing me. Queen Jack.